Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're a nation that's obsessed with celebs. And the more private they are, the more we want to know. Every week in Fabulous Magazine, we talk to our most loved celebrities, whether it's about fashion, beauty, or more personal matters. Now we're going one step further with this series of intimate and tell-all conversations. He vowed that I wouldn't work and this and that and the other. And then just one day, my son was on Dancing with the Stars, of course, which he won twice. And nine times a finalist, I just Um, And then he said to me, why don't you go for Uncle Lenny's job? Because we've known Len all our life. He was one of my teachers. This is the podcast where I get under the skin of what really makes a woman by meeting the most important lady in their life. So I didn't (laughs) always go to the school all the time. I would be in the back of the little yellow peril waiting for Nigel to get off for his lunch and slept in the car. I was always exhausted from dancing, (laughs) you know, because we danced every night, so... And then we fell in love, and then we got engaged, and then we decided we'd move to London. And um... Mums and daughters may not always be the best of friends, but in this show, our fabulous females are brave enough to let us into their personal lives and share the highs and lows of their relationships. I'm currently on board a train hurtling towards Liverpool as the woman I'm interviewing for this week's podcast may split her time between LA and London, but she'll always be a Liverpudlian at heart. My guest today has achieved the kind of success many aspiring dancers dream about. She began performing competitively as a child, a pursuit that saw her go on to win a number of prestigious dancing championships, earning her the nickname the Queen of Latin. The culmination of her dancing career came in 2017 after she replaced Len Goodman as the head judge on Strictly Come Dancing. Now, unless you've been living under a rock for the past two years, you will know that I'm, of course, speaking about Shirley Ballas. Shirley, Audrey, thank you so much for inviting me into your home. You're welcome. We're currently in your... This is your home, isn't it, Audrey? But this is the family home, right? The family home. It's the family home. So yeah. did you grow up here? Well, grew up round the corner on right. the Liso housing estate. And then many years later, you got this home, didn't you, with my brother? Yes. That's right. You see, I'm remembering. Right. She's remembering. <laughs> so what kind of memories have you got from, from, this, from this house then in particular? Well, my son used to come for the holidays, didn't he, Mark? Yeah. You take care of Mark while I was travelling all over the world with my second husband, Corky. And Mark would come here and my mother would just delightfully enjoy every minute of having him, didn't you? You want to tell us a little bit about your grandson? I I kind of brought him up from when he was two. Oh, oh, you're taking me motherly skills away from me. That's okay. All credit has gone. It's all down to Audrey. I lived in Texas where Mark was born and then we moved to London and I looked after him while Shirley was travelling and then we moved... Where did we go then? 
<laughs> we had three lots of three houses in London. Didn't you, we? Yes, you mean um, no, we don't want the public to think now we own three houses. We moved from one house to another house. That's what we did. Yeah, you travelled so much. What um, was Texas like? Did you you didn't really enjoy Texas, did you, Mum? When you were uh, there? No, it was too hot. Was it? Yeah, and it was. Um, you never saw anybody. They were all at work all day long, and right. you were so isolated. Yeah. So I didn't really enjoy that. Good hair, though, in Texas, though, no? Big old <laughs> bouffants. <laughs> I remember I flew there once, and the lady in front of me on the plane, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't see anything in front of her because her hair was so big. It was just insane, the amount of hairspray they must get through. Oh, that's all. That's my lasting yeah. memory of Texas was big Really? Hair. Everything's big in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my mother would know, let me tell you. <laughs> That's Men supposed to be six foot four, you know. Oh, six really? Six, you yeah. never told me that bit. Except Mom. your husband. Oh, you? let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go did, there. did you did you have a Texan fella on the side, Audrey? No, I don't, no. No, no, that's what she tells us anyway. No. <laughs> well, everyone's at work. No, I never had time. You never had no. time taking care of Marker. But then you also lived in LA. We you did. Just, we, you've just moved. Have you just moved everything back from LA? Is that what I understand, or have you just? Well, we decided. I had an apartment over there. Uh, I've lived there for thirteen years, so I had my house in London, and then both the boys, uh, Mark and Derek, got on uh, Dancing with the Stars. So when they got on that, I I decided I'd leave and I'd go to the United States, and I had a nice two-bedroomed apartment there for many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. And then my mum decided she'd come out intermittently to stay with me but she would only do that if I had a home so I thought okay so I got this nice home that was like shaped like a horseshoe so I put her on one end and me on the other end you know so we only had to meet now and again (laughs) we met in the middle didn't we mum and um and we got the house all organized got me mum's things shipped off and just as her container was leaving I got the job on the BBC oh my god is that what happened yeah so it was a it was a bit uh Messy. It was a bit of a mess, really, because we'd just finished doing that house up, and I <coughs> thought that's where it was going to remain. It was close to Mark and his family and Derek and Juliet. It was all close. And and then it just didn't work out to stay there, did it, really? So yeah. I'd kept the house in London, so I've just done a year's renovation on that. And now, yes, completely moved back, sold up. Thank goodness for FaceTime that I can talk to Mark. He calls me every day. Does he really? Oh, my gosh, every day. Every single day. Do you have a set time or is it? No. Well, actually, yes, when he goes to the gym. So it's normally about nine o'clock his time, which is about five o'clock my time. Yeah. And he's like the Twitter, Instagram and Facebook police. So he's always monitoring that I'm not saying the wrong thing and doing okay. the right thing. And okay. Checking my social media and checks Does he give on you me. tips and stuff on Oh, no, he's absolutely he... full on. He's okay. full on with my job and how I look and... Just everything. He's amazing. That's He's an amazing, lovely. amazing human being. It's because of him I got this job. So It's incredible. We'll get back to how he got you the job on Strictly yes. in a minute because I want to ask, Audrey, what was Shirley like as a little girl? Um, very demanding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of bossy. <laughs> What's I really? I was always crying, you said, right? Yeah. Really? <laughs> the lady next door said... Which is the one that does all the crying? <laughs> that was me. And Shirley, when did you realise that you wanted to be a performer, a dancer? What age was that? I think when I came out of my mum's womb, you said I was dancing and well, moving uh, around. Well, when she was two, she did tap and ballet. Two? Um, yeah. Gosh, that's young. Because I, I always wanted to do it, but could never afford it when we were children, you know. So she, <laughs> I took a, 
and um, she did everything tennis, chess. Red Cross, chess, chess, everything, yeah, um, elocution. Oh, yes, you know. <laughs> Mummy put me in the elocution lessons, didn't you, darling? We did the fly by Walter Delamere. We did too. <laughs> That's so cute. So she was actually doing everything that I guess yeah. that you'd ever wanted to do as a child, perhaps, all these different clubs and classes. And yeah, well, we were quite a big family. We have, There was five children, you know, so you couldn't afford no. it, really. No. And back then, everyone was kind of strapped for cash. Oh, that's Charlie the dog. Does not want to be left out. Should we let Charlie you, in? You might have to let Charlie yeah. in. Charlie in. Now, Charlie is demanding our little dog, <laughs> our Lapa-Atsu dog. I know, Lapa-Atsu, super cute, very friendly. Come on, Charlie. Come, Come on, on, Charlie. So, yes, but uh, so I was demanding and I cried all the time and I, I had we had a party once, our reminder of the party, so we had this birthday party and my mother gave the prize to my now very good friend Susan Barrel, and I had a fit, didn't I? Started crying, yeah, all upset. You did. Because I wanted to win, didn't I? <laughs> it was a singing competition. <laughs> oh, Shirley really deserved to win, but you just felt like you couldn't actually let her win. Well, you couldn't do that, could you? Actually, that's not a question. The question was, did Shirley really deserve to win? And you just felt you had to give the prize to somebody else. I'm not saying. Oh, <laughs> after all these years, we'd oh, have finally. Wow. You might start crying. <laughs> oh, and I'll then my school reports used to say this child can't accept criticism. That's right. And my mother sent a letter back to the teacher and said, "Well, she may not be able to accept criticism, but perhaps you need to learn how to spell it because <laughs> the lady had spelt criticism wrong." Oh, that's fabulous. You were a bit feisty yourself there, mother. You were. No, no. Don't, don't. Sweet. Oh, don't. <laughs> She's, like the, she's the queen of the house. What, I can imagine what it. she says goes, including my hair and makeup on Strictly every Saturday oh, no. at five o'clock. Oh, really? Everybody quakes in the boots when we do that call. <laughs> oh, well, I don't like that. Ooh, do you do what? FaceTime then with your mum as well? So she every can see week. To get approval on yes. what you're... That's so cute. See I what like she it. thinks of my hair and makeup, don't I? Oh, well, yeah. So what do you remember of your mum when you were growing up? Like, what kind of mum was she then? <laughs> well, I know you said she was feisty. <laughs> Have a now big, it's have my swig. turn. I'm gonna have a swig of whiskey. Come on. What, what, what do, <laughs> Prepare yeah, yourself. Have a drink, for this. mother. You know, gel out. What do I remember about my mother? Well, from a very, 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 very young age, was her work ethic. Mm. The fact that she worked so hard to provide for my brother and I as a single mother. You know, with no support or help whatsoever from from her husband. But um, so she showed me from a young age about work ethic. She was fun. She was a a party girl, along with my Auntie Mavis. The two of them used to have the most incredible time together. How long have you been friends with your friend? Oh, 50 years. But we worked in nightclubs and pubs and, you know. Ah, yeah. What did you do? In the, what, what were you working as? Barmaid. Oh, really? And I was only uh, 26 when I got divorced. You know, right, so, so young. It was bit like being let out of prison. Of course. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> I, she used to get home, of course, late, and that she'd have to do my pigtails for school, and I was the only kid who had the wafty pigtails. Were never straight; they were never in a straight line on my head. But uh, very supportive, uh, gave everything so that I could dance. Once I found that hobby, and uh, she actually had friends who said, "You know, you're wasting your money on her, and she." She'll never get off this house in the States or whatever. And uh, and then she said, well, while ever she works so hard to do what she's doing, then I'm going to do the best to try to help her. So she did. And I don't think I ever really missed dancing, did I? Except when I had Mark 
Yeah. I, I went every week. You, I mean, I didn't do it and then stop and then do it and then stop. Mm. I continued. But and you didn't. were still, you still did um, an exhibition when you were five months pregnant. I did. Didn't you? <laughs> yes. So that, and then after that, I took that little break, didn't I? And six mm. weeks after Mark was born, I was back at it again to try to win the United States Championships again. So when you were younger, you did ballet and tap at two years old. But yes. when did you fall into like ballroom and Latin? Seven. Seven. Yeah, at the church hall, and I think I was at a brownies or a guides class, the brown, the and I could hear this music wheels, and it was a cha-cha-cha, I didn't know it was a cha-cha-cha at the time, but I could hear this music playing in the next room, and then there was this like little porthole, and I pulled my body up so I could see through oh, the I glass. Oh, I just got chills! And there was all these adults dancing, and it was amazing, so I opened the door, and I went in, and I met a man called Mr Vic Knox, and I said... By any chance, do you do children's classes? I mean, that's quite bold at seven. seven. And he said, well, funnily enough, we're just about to start the children's classes on Saturday. Unbelievable. I never missed. Oh, my God. I went, I, I, you know, had medals and trophies and I got a little girl partner and then I started to compete. Mum had to buy the dresses and the shoes and, yeah, it was fascinating. I just loved it. I loved the music. I loved moving the body to the music and just kept me busy. I was never hanging around the housing estate, not that my brother would ever allowed me to do that anyway. <laughs> but um, encouraged by my mother and my brother to pursue that. I think you saw early on that I had a well, little bit of talent. I think when you're dedicated, you know, you've got to give them a chance, haven't you? Absolutely. You know. Was I dedicated, Mum? You were dedicated. Oh, do you want to give me a brownie point? Go and give me a compliment, Mum. I might give you half a one. Half a compliment. <laughs> But did you, did you, I mean, you must have felt really proud, like, to see Shirley kind of be so dedicated and engross herself in it and just kind of know that this was yeah, something that yeah. she was going to do. Yeah, you knew it was there, you know. Yeah. And we used to go to the competitions at the Capitol Ballroom. In Liscard, once a mm. month. So my mum would get to yeah. see me dance there, but other competitions around the country, <clears> my mum was always busy and earning a living so we could do it so I would go with other friends and different people that we met that we were mm. truly grateful that would give us a ride yeah. or I used to do that too I used to you? travel around and do competitions yeah. and my mom I actually didn't like my mom and dad coming to watch me I used to feel like so much pressure and I'd get so nervous already that having them there used to just tip me over the edge so I used to thrive on the fact that I go with other mums and dads and, oh I loved know, it when my mum was there teacher, really I, oh yeah because she, she said it as it was <laughs> you know she, like, she you weren't very good love it, well if or, she if she thought I was good she told me I was good if she thought I was not great she would tell me all through my career you know I think you need to work on your arms or you you were constructive positive but constructive great. she wasn't one of them la la ra ra mothers who just said that you were good when you weren't yeah so I also learned because sometimes she'd say things and like we said it was very difficult for me to accept criticism and it would hurt but I would always pay attention to it would that be fair to say yeah so yeah. you would say things that I I would get a little bit upset at but I would pay attention and then I would work on those things and improve so, yeah and, and I think I've been like that all through my life even now on this beautiful show of Strictly I'll call her at one point early on in the show I said, did you think my face looks a little bit scary? And she she said, yes, sometimes I look back and I go, ooh. She <laughs> said, you need to smile more. and uh, But constructive and in a good yeah. way. So, yeah. I love um, that. I love that. I think that's incredible. What Encouragement, but criticism. And that's how you have to be. You can't just be, you know, like if you want your children to do something with their lives and to really succeed, that's yeah. how you have to do it. Well, it's no uh, good saying they're perfect. No. Not, it? you no, know. you're cute, you're beautiful, mm. la, la, la. You know, it's just... 
it's yeah. a waste of time, a waste of breath. But to be constructive and to be quite firm about it, you mm. know, that's the only way you're going to learn. So let's talk about North Yorkshire. So you moved there when you were 15. I moved there 14. 14, 14 years old. 14 to 15. I, I think it was 14 it? because I did my exams when I was 15 <coughs> and I got the job in the solicitors when I was 16. Yeah. So it would have been 14. And that was with your dance partner, Nigel, Tiffany. Nigel Tiffany. That was... Um, well, I tried to do the commute, didn't I, on trains and things. You were mm. a little bit concerned about me doing that, weren't you? Going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. How far, how far is that journey? How far was it, Mum? A couple of it's trains, buses. Two hours, an hour and a half, I'd say. Crikey. Yeah, but that's a lot it depends a where you're going from here or yeah. the station or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, but still, for a little girl who was travelling mm. on her own, it was it was a long way to go. And yeah. then after several weeks, the mother had said, well, why doesn't Shirley move to Yorkshire? And I can remember asking my mum and you, because I did quite well in school, didn't I? I was a, yeah. a reasonable student, reasonable. wasn't I? Um, and <laughs> still, still not quite there with the compliment yet. <laughs> reasonable, reasonable, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> so yes, I'll fa- you know, I asked her what you thought and what did you think about me movie. You weren't too keen at the beginning, well, were you? Well, you're very young, you know. I mean, it's young to leave home, isn't it? You know. <sighs> but is, you did but say, if that's your dreams, <clears throat> I'm gonna you let were you go. Insistent. As, as I am. So pushy, as you said. Yeah, a little pushy. Definitely. definitely. So piled all my things up in the middle of the carpet, the things that were going, and Nigel's parents picked me up. And How hard was that? You must have been so emotional. <laughs> you, excited, I'm sure, but... I think more excited. I wouldn't say I was over-emotional. Do you remember how I was or reacted mm, when I went? No, you were fine. I was fine. Yeah. Just got on with it, as you do. And Me what did you me. do, Audrey, when... when the, I when... mean, it's not that far, is it, Yorkshire? I mean, if she didn't like it, she could always come home. Yeah, but look, not know. having Shirley in the house, you know, not... Like, there must have been a massive yeah, you do hole, you know. Yeah. As soon as the, you must have shut the door, did you have a cry? Yeah, no. She stood behind the back of that door and went, Oh, Lordy B, I'm free! <laughs> One less. One I'm less. Shirley, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to dip in and to a more sensitive emotional side. It's not happening. <laughs> it's, it's, first of all, for all the viewers, it is a North of England sense of humour. I love it. Also, I love my it. mother has that I sense of humour. I love it. But I'm quite sure it was, um, you know... <laughs> One less person to worry about. I said you could always come home, you know, if it wasn't. Mind you, you did have a bit of a rough time there. I, I, I did. It, it, was, it wasn't the easiest uh, thing in the world to do. But anyway, off I went and I stayed with Nigel and then he had a, a sister, sister and a brother and the mum and dad. So it was five of Two us. Two brothers, yeah. Two brothers, but one mm. didn't live with us, did he? No. He had his he own was family. Married, he was married. And, uh, yeah. So Nigel and I started to dance together and we fell in love together and we decided that 16, we were so madly in love, we wanted to get married. So I called my mother, I said, I'm ready to get married. She started laughing down the phone as she does. Nope, she said, you're not ready. I said, no, we are. So we got engaged, we had an engagement party, didn't we, in Yorkshire. And then Nigel and I moved, decided we wanted to move to London to cut a a long story short and start there and... uh, I had a job at the solicitor's office also in Yorkshire. And uh, that's where I learnt my typing and shorthand skills. They sent me on day release. They saw promise. Very good. They saw promise. Mm-hmm. Didn't do very well academically at the school there, did I? <laughs> Not bad. 
Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I guess because you'd moved, it was right in the middle of I your moved, whole... I moved, it like, was in the middle of yeah, like those like GSCSEs yeah. and they had a different curriculum and it wasn't easy and I didn't enjoy school. So my mother doesn't know this, but most of the time... Nigel worked for the Bradford and Bingley Building Society and he had a little yellow mini and he'd take me to school in the morning and then say... And I'd say I didn't want to go, so I'd stay in his car all day snoozing <laughs> while he was in work. Well, I never knew that. <laughs> no, you didn't. But I thought it might be a good time to tell you. So I didn't always go to the school all the time. I would be in the back of the little yellow peril waiting for Nigel to get off for his lunch. And Dad, what do you do all day? Slept in the car. I was always exhausted from dancing, you know, because we danced every night, so... And then we fell in love and then we got engaged and then we decided we'd move to London. And, um, I mean, I thought I loved him and he was a great guy. I have to say, he's still my financial advisor today. Really? Yeah. And he picks all my, you know... He's a, a lovely, lovely oh, person. Oh, he's lovely. Really? Anyway, so yes, and then one day my dance teacher, Nina Hunt, I was in work. I, I finangled this job. So I got to London. I didn't have a job. I had to have a job. So I went to the day release centre and the lady said, we don't have anything that fits your qualifications except one job that's at Parts, Parsons and Whittemore Lydon Limited for a man named Simon Byrne. And it's a bit like legal secretarial skills. I said, you've got to send me. She said, but you're not qualified. So you've got to send me anyway. Well, in those days, if you asked, they sent you. So I went, it was five o'clock in the afternoon. We'd only lived in London a week. I sat in this big chair with this fuzzy hair while Simon Byrne interviewed me. And then he went, oh, well, thank you very much, uh, Shirley. Uh, we will be in touch. I said, no, 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 you don't understand. I can't leave this office unless you give me some form of job. <laughs> Something. I can clean toilets. I can do this. I can do that. And in the end, he just looked at me and he said, you know what? You're quite consistent. I'm going to give you a, jo a, a job as my secretary. Brilliant. Well, I mean, I got this salary of £60 a week. I thought I'd won the lottery. <laughs> so off I go to work. And then back in those days, it was all like... Um, someone say flower power but we had those like jigsawy t-shirts remember oh, no one yeah. wore a bra and everyone wore short skirts and i'd go a mini like, skirt mini skirts oh, and gosh. fuzzy like, hair and there was four <laughs> secretaries in that office and we all shared the same room i still remember this and they all looked at me when i walked in and they were all i mean i was only about 16 or 17 yeah. and they were all much older and and then anyway, i get on this typewriter which it was a golf it was like a little golf ball that went around couldn't use it and the spelling was atrocious. So I used to have the other secretaries check my letters <laughs> before they went back into Mr. Byrne. And by the time I'd finished his filing, there wasn't a person who could find anything. <laughs> so after about seven months, I remember going back into the office and saying to Mr. Byrne, I've got this opportunity to dance with this really great dancer and I know you require a, a notice of leave. He goes, no, 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 Shirley said, you go and pursue your dreams. That told me everything. I love that. You know what? It was just short space of time, but I, I'm so grateful to Simon Byrne for giving me that opportunity because I needed to have a job in order to be able to dance. <laughs> everything was going well. That was a good thing. And then, <laughs> and then my dance teacher called me, Nina Hunt, and she said, do you want to be a secretary? Do you want to be engaged? Do you want to get married at this young age? Or would you like to be a world champion one day? Well, I'd done well with Nigel, but a world champion. She said, I've got this young man called Sammy Stopford who's just about to go into the final of the professional Latin and you're an amateur dancer, Shirley, and you're in the 96 of the Latin and the semi-final of the ballroom. What do you want? So I said, well, I knew straight away that I wanted to. I loved Nigel, but I wanted to dance. It, it was just in, in my bones, in the mortal being of me. 
And she said, now I'm going to arrange a tryout tomorrow at my studio. So see if you can get the morning off work. When you go home, don't tell Nigel. So I had all afternoon to think about it. And my mother has always said, you know, be straight. So I, I went home. He was doing the ironing. I still remember it. He still remembers it. As too. they do. As they do. As they don't do. As they usually don't do, let's be honest. So, unless they're trained by you, right, Mother? <laughs> anyway, so I go home. Nigel's doing the ironing, and I just mm. stopped at the doorway, and I said, I've had this opportunity to take a tryout with Sammy Stotford at Nina Hunt's studio tomorrow. And well, you'd all heard of him. He'd heard of him as well. And we all knew yeah. him. he was iconic in the business, but... I thought Nigel would take that quite well because there was a chance it wouldn't work. And, of course, being young teenagers, he didn't. And it was a mess. So he said that it was better if I left before the tryout. (laughs) I left. And this is where I met my good friend Denise Weavers because it was her grandmother who took me in and her grandmother who put the rollers in my hair ready for my tryout the next day. And I found my way on the tube because obviously Nigel had a little car, but now it was tubing it. I got there. I took the tryout with Nigel outside in his car and Sammy Stopford in the studio. It was a mess. And I still remember I did like a one back basic, that's two steps. And Sammy took hold of my hand and he said, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you come from. I've never heard your name. I wasn't a high flyer, you see. He had the opportunity to dance with much girls much higher rank than me. He said, but I'll take you. You just feel like you, a Rolls Royce. After just that, those, those basic steps? Yeah. He straight away, tell, yeah, you just straight tell away. that you had yeah. it in your... Yeah. Oh, my God, He said, you're everything amazing. I'm looking for. Don't know who you are. Don't know where you come from. Never heard of you before, but I'll take her. Nina, you made a good choice. Oh, my God. That's and I incredible. got with him, and after six months, we were already in the top three in the world. They called us the non-stop Stopfords because I married him shortly after I met him. <laughs> I don't want to getting engaged and married mother I mean you know me did I learn that from you I was wanting to get married no time like the present let's call him in here let's do it on the let's do it, let's do it live here today I collect the engagement ring. oh Lord we have mercy and that she does that's not a word of a lie fabulous yes we're we're getting, everybody benefits they're getting bigger as I'm going along they're getting bigger as they should love it absolutely love it. You're, you're quite an unstoppable force, you two. I mean, <laughs> formidable twosome. It's fabulous. It really is. <clears throat> so let's go to current day. I'm so excited. The new season has kicked off in style, Shirley. So, but how did it how did it come about? So you said earlier that Mark was responsible for you. Well, I was, uh, I, I'm in the ballroom and Latin industry all my life since I was seven and without hurting anybody's feelings, very much bullied and definitely over the last 10 years particularly mm. and certain people at the top of the industry, all men might I add, um, pushing me down and stopping me working and, you know, then there was a fallout with one of the major players and he vowed that I wouldn't work and this and that and the other. And then just one day, my son was on Dancing with the Stars, of course, which he won twice. Uh, nine times a finalist. I just want to put that in. Nice. Um, yeah. Problem. And then he said to me, why don't you go for Uncle Lenny's job? Because we've known Len all our life. He was one of my teachers. Why don't you go for Len's job in England? Have a go. I said, but Mark, I have no TV experience, nothing at all. He said, but why don't you just ask if you can, you know, have a try? But the thing was, I had already met with Louise Rainbow over, you know, different people. I, I recruit. I get young people to see if we can get them to go on the show that are talented and gifted and that I think would be a good fit. And uh, one day when I met Louise and Sarah, they just said, you know, why don't you come in and 
and have a, a little go, see, see how you come across it on camera. And had this just a magnificent lunch and dinner with them before all this took place. Went back to America. They called to see if I'd like to go. Paid my own way to come back. Did the audition. I had a black dress on. I had a pulled back with bad sciatic. In Oof. terrible pain, particularly after the flight. And then the, all the hair going, the eyelashes, the dress, the whole nine yards. And, and off I went downstairs. The hall was freezing. I remember that. And I was, rather than Bruno, who I've known for 12 years, I got Craig, this larger, what seemed like a larger-than-life character. He looked like 10 times his size sat next to me. I felt so tiny. And then, you know, you have to do this and critique. It was Ed Balls that came up on the screen and critiquing this and that and the other. And uh, when I got home that night, I remember Louise calling me and saying, how would you felt you did? And quite basically, I told her I didn't do very well. You know, it was new, the cameras. I wasn't quite sure where to look. And I wasn't myself because I was trying to think, well, perhaps that's what I should say or perhaps that's what I should mm. say. And she said, why don't you come back in tomorrow, which I was due to fly out, come back and have another go. With Craig again? No, on my own. So I went back in and it was just one camera and a couple of people and uh, comfortably dressed. And and I just did my job. Wicked. And then I went back to the United States feeling much better that I'd done my best. That I'd done my best. That was the most important thing, not getting the job, but that I'd done my best. And then it was several weeks or a month or so later and I was in work and I got a phone call. And uh, yeah, Louise offered me the job. And I just dropped to my knees the first person I called was my son because obviously he was key in helping me convince me that I could do that and then I called my mum didn't I and I mm -hmm. told you and we were all pleasantly surprised to get a job like that at 57 was um unreal really unheard of to start a career in television yeah from then <clears throat> I mean of course you know the children have been, were trained at the Italia Conti I mean, Mark's done Broadway, you know, he's played Frankie Valli in Jersey Boys, Charlie Price in Kinky Boots. He's a singer-songwriter with his wife, B.C. Jean. You know, she wrote the song, If I Were a Boy, and he's done so hey, much television. And I've been there with him. So it's like, even though I was not the one behind the camera, I still have watched him grow in that department. So with some training from Mark and then, you know, the BBC, they gather around you like just the most amazing family that could ever possibly have and helped. It, it, it was an, an unreal situation, really. It was memories I will never forget. <laughs> Did you also call? Did you also call Len and Bruno and tell them? Did you tell I Len? Didn't. You I didn't. didn't. No, I didn't because I didn't know what was protocol. I didn't know what you should do, what you shouldn't do. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want the only person, like I say, I shared it with was my son and my mum. Yeah. They didn't want me to share it with anybody else. And um, and then once it was official, I shared it with Derek and Julianne. And uh, yeah, we just went from there. I mean, the first show I did was. Uh, <laughs> I remember that you have to. When the couple has finished dancing, you have to put your score in. Next, you have a little keypad. That score goes up to the box, and then they prepare it ready to come on the TV screens for the viewers. And, you know, you have to hold your paddle in a certain way. Well, I was holding the paddle, covering my face. I was forgetting to press my buttons. So the people in the top box who were waiting for those go, she's not put the score in. Flag her. She should be put. There was all this pandemonium that was going on. And the man's waving to me from the camera, and I'm going... I'm waving it in. Hiya. Hiya. Thinking, you know, oh, and then and then he's like, 
press the buttons. It was hilarious. But that took me about three weeks, I think, to settle in and uh, yeah, just get comfortable in that studio situation the and the lights and and Audrey, have you, had you always been a fan of Strictly? Had you always watched the show? Yes, I, I, because. Uh, Years ago, you were on... Come Dancing. Come Dancing, you know. We used to watch that, yeah. Yeah. I used to teach the presenters to dance on Come Dancing. Did you? And we have a lot of our students in there, don't we, sir? So in my job, in my job, yeah. for example, yes. I, like, what, what, at what, some what, point, what? most people have passed through my book. So if we go to New Zealand, for example, the three judges that are on that panel have all been trained by me. If you go to some of the other countries, the judges have all at some point had lessons or passed through my books, if you like. Mm -hmm. So it's very difficult to be in this industry. Dancing with the Stars is the same. I'd say 70% at some point in their career have had lessons or guidance from me, and the same on Strictly. So, you know, it's it's a journey, and uh, it's amazing to see them all do so well. And I bet that's nice as well, because they obviously have got respect for you. like Well, there's respect because they know me as a strong... I judge without fear or favour. I'm there to judge the celebrity... I'm there to give great advice for the professionals to help them in the following week so that they can get the best performance for the public that we possibly can. Mine is always about, you know, the public, that they can totally enjoy the show at the end of the week. So Mm -hmm. it's important that the celebrity is given sound, good advice so that they can go forth and bring a fantastic show to our public. And how is, how is Craig now with you? Did he, did he ever say, I was deliberately frosty, darling, just to, so that you can uh, be even more well, fab Well, you know, Cra- Craig is, um, C- Craig is <laughs> the most sweet man. Um, <laughs> he's a pantomime villain. So, you know, he has a role to play, and, but he's very gentlemanly and polite. And yes, he's he's a really really charming charming man. Yeah, should we go to Bruno now. <laughs> yeah. Now flattered. we love we love. He'll be flattered. <laughs> so we go to Bruno, and he's just um, <laughs> as mad as a hatter on my left, you know. And uh, I just, love when he falls ju- off his I just chair. Lo- I, now I just genuinely <laughs> genuinely love him to bits because I've known him for such a long time, and uh, and then of course I had the wonderful experience with Darcy Bussell who showed me the ropes when I first got on the show and kind of held my hand through the whole thing and so kind so caring I had a best tour with her you know we went on the Strictly tour and we shared a changing room and I'd come in and this beautiful long lengthy legs were doing splits all over the place I can't do the splits I'm not so flexible but she just she's just um, beautiful so elegant in every, elegant in every sense of the yeah. word so i miss her greatly but now on to motsi yeah how's it going motsi well well motsi has uh, been a competitive dancer as we know for for many many years have you ever trained her i didn't train her but i was her best judge oh wow which i'm sure she also has said in the press i judge her and i'd look at this girl and i'd think this is a bundle of energy she could, i mean she could rotate those hips and flip from backwards and forwards and she had this magnificent Magnificent personality, and she was, I was always thought she should do better than she did in competitions. And look at it now, years later, when mm-hmm. I was sitting on the same panel, I have so much respect for her. Now, she is a stay in touch person, you know. We talk to each other on Messenger, we have a lot in common, um, we come from the same industry. She loves to dance, I love to dance. So, yeah, just it's and she's got as much energy 
as Bruno. So I have now become the energy sandwich. So I will be watching for flailing arms on my right. And I'm wondering, wondering whether Moxie is going to talk with her arms or I'll be watching flailing arms from my left. But either way, I'll give them both a cuddle because I love it. Oh, my God, it's going to be so exciting. So let's talk about the lineup for this year then. Who have you got your eye on already? Because I know it's... The first episode just went out. At well, the weekend, you know but that I'm not going to say who I've got my eye on because who's tasty, because the lineup is unpredictable this year, and the pairings, I'm sure everyone will agree, were unpredictable. Mm. And we've got people with boundless energy, and I mean, I don't want to mention any names because it's so unpredictable. I need, I need at least two or three weeks, right? Okay, to look. Normally, I can look at the launch show. Although I looked at the launch show last year and made a terrible mistake. I saw this slim, slim fella that passed me, this Joe Sog, who looked kind of blended in a little bit. And I thought, well, he'll be gone in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and blow me down if he didn't surprise me. Yeah. Came out week in, week out, was dedicated. Just magnificent, along with Stacey Dooley. You mm. know, she wasn't an early front runner for me. No. And they just had great work ethic, which is what my mother taught me. You know, you can have all the talent in the world. But if you don't have work ethic, you won't get anywhere. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's better to have a little bit of talent, amazing work ethic, and a super clever brain so that you can understand the system, like understand the show, understand what the public enjoy, understand about what you have to learn from your magnificent professional who's been there and done that. You know, that's why I said on the launch show, leave your egos at the door, pay attention to your professionals. Yeah. But I looked at it this time and I, I looked right and there was talent. I looked left, there was talent. I looked in front of me, there was talent. Coordination, synchronization. I thought, oh, this is going to be a hard call. So all I can say is to the public again, please vote. Make my job easy. <laughs> I don't want to send people home like that lovely, wonderful, talented boy that we sent home. Aston, and he Aston. ended up in the bottom two. I still remember the dance. Oh, I do wicked, believe it wasn't was he? Viennese waltz. And, you know, if they'd have voted, yeah. he should never have been in the bottom yeah, two. I know. That's so who takes responsibility yeah. that? I've got a job to do, and my beautiful public have a job to do. And I'm yeah. hoping that they will help me along the way. And get the most deserved help people to Help me be, along yeah, the way. Get, Please, let's yeah. get the best dancers and, yeah, yeah. you know, the best storyline people and the entertainers and... And what about you, Audrey? Is there anybody that you've seen on the lineup that you quite like, like the look of? I don't know a lot you of them. You don't know a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. What about Mike from BBC Breakfast? I mm. love him. I can't wait to see him. He's going to be brilliant. <laughs> and, and you're anxious to see what Anton de Beck can do with Emma, aren't oh, you? Yeah. Oh, he's oh, one of your well. favourites, isn't he, Mum? <laughs> we love Anton. Oh, who doesn't love Anton? We love him. Uh, I mean, I got to dance with him, and that was a dream come true. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
for me. That's what I said from the beginning of the show. I just want to do one dance with Anton de Beck. And you just love him, don't you, Mark? Yeah. yeah. I always so, wanted to he's dance so, with him. He's so accommodating, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's brilliant. And he's got mm. a great partner. Yeah. He's had great partners all along, but now he's got this wonderful lady that's abundant of energy and synchronisation, coordination, all the things you need as a dancer. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be great for him. Oh, so he yeah. might be in it for a bit longer than, you know. Yeah. But I told gets... my mum, I said, you know, hold on to the edge of your seat because she likes to watch it from home. Hold on to the edge of your seat because this is unpredictable. But there's mm. nothing like being in the room. I love yeah. being well, in that studio. Well, my mum goes to the Blackpool one. She right, just okay. goes once a year now, okay. don't you? And you watch but, the rest. When Corky danced with, what was her name? That was, she was 82. <laughs> yes, I remember that. <laughs> Floris, Floris, Floris Leachman. Yeah, Floris, oh, she was 82. Yeah. yeah. Crikey, because she, she still have the moves? She still had the moves oh, and he had the moves. I'll have to Google it's it on YouTube. She around on the floor yeah. and she wet her knickers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did she really? She did. She peed her pants. That was amazing. <laughs> oh my god, okay. you're brilliant. I, uh, I never want to the next question here. So okay. that we do. let's talk about chemistry then with the dancers because obviously oh. you want that, don't you? I mean, you yes. don't want that kind of thing happening on the dance floor, do you, Audrey? But um, you want that chemistry. But then, what about when it goes too far? Like this curse of Strictly, everybody's always banging on about it. I mean, you are with your dance partner. Well, is it a curse? I mean, let's be real here. In the workplace, generally, or wherever you travel, if you're yeah. travelling about with people and, and you know, you're getting close to people and this and that and the other, it happens everywhere. The only reason people pick it up on Strictly is because it's a high-profile show. Mm -hmm. But there's no difference to that show than there is in anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. And you are, you mean you're with them all day, every day? All day, every day. And they're there for you emotionally because there's stuff that's going on because you're so... No you know, there's a and lot we've of got some beautiful arrangements. I mean, look at um, the lady who just had the, the, the beautiful baby with Gorka. Yeah. I mean, just... Gemma. Gemma. Yeah. I mean, just a beautiful soul. I mean, there's been some great love stories from that show. But people just always want to focus on this or that or a mistake that somebody might make. Yeah. You know. And actually, if there's a weakness in the relationship, you know, that's fundamentally the problem from the beginning, isn't it, really? Well, I mean, I'm not going to comment on somebody yeah. else's private no, 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 life. No, of course. But, you know... It happens all yep, over. Yep, yep, yep. And have you spoken to Giovanni? Is he okay? Because he had the. I did. I spoke to him Shit by. Happens. <laughs> 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 Can't take it for any more of that. Was okay. Monte Giovanni now because he got something thrown in his face the other day. Is my favourite. Oh, oh, is it? Hello. He's very handsome. They're all he, your favourites, Mum. You love them all. <laughs> so anyway, yes, I spoke to Giovanni. He's doing much better. Thank the Lord. And thanks for all the public's prayers and everything that it wasn't acid. God. And that uh, it was something So that else. happened really close to where I live. Really? Absolutely terrifying. I think it just puts... I mean, my son is uh, always on me about being on your guard, watch where you're going, mm -hmm. you know, this and that. And I, th I think we're just in this, a world like that now, yeah. in a society. How, how do you deal with, with the fame that's come from being in everybody's living rooms for months on end at well, I think, I mean, I have the most grounded mother that goes and she's just <laughs> keeps me, uh, my toes firmly on the floor. And if I was to even get a little above my station, I'm sure I'd get a slap. So um, I'm lucky in that way and I get to be with my mother a lot. I wanted to talk about what your, your favourite thing to do as a mum-daughter. Favourite thing to What's do? What's your favourite thing to do uh, with Shirley? Probably go and eat. 
go out for dinner. And I think it's shopping. <laughs> but when I go out with my mother shopping, she just doesn't even look at tags. She's like, oh, I like that one. I like that one. Buy that one. Buy that one. <laughs> you, you're not a tag shopper. I'm a bit of a tag shopper. But you're, yeah. you're a bad influence well, when we go shopping. Well, if you like it, you know. Yeah. Why not? Yes, my mother taught me to save up and have the nicer <laughs> things, didn't you? That's what you like. And so I just want to end um, asking you each what you feel each other's best qualities are. Audrey, I have to. Dig really deep. Yes, dig really deep, Mum. What are my best qualities? <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> Should we ask Shirley to leave the room? No. I feel like if Shirley left the room, Come you might on, be way more Give honest. me a compliment. Come on. <laughs> my best qualities. What do you think my best I think you're very persuasive. Oh. You're very good at making decisions. Okay. You're forceful. Oh, gosh, these don't sound like lovely qualities. <laughs> but, but is there something a, a little more feminine there? Or Come on. You're beautiful. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty good mother. You're a very good daughter. I'm a, oh, oh, I'm a good daughter. <laughs> and I'm a good mum, aren't I? Even though oh, you raised you, my son yes, the first 11, yes, yes. 11 years. Very good mother. Yes. And I'm kind. And you love everybody. I do, I love everybody. I'm very forgiving. You don't understand that sometimes. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very forgiving person. You don't think I'm forgiving? Of course you are. <laughs> oh, nice one, Audrey. Would you like to know what I think I my mother's qualities? Now, I don't have to think about my mother's qualities. <laughs> First of all, she's kind, she's caring. We talk about four or five times a day, right? Sometimes you even say to me, you can miss a day or so. I mean, she always rings up, you know, when I'm in the middle of a television program. <laughs> so, I never see the end of a film. <laughs> Are you so, serious? She's my go-to person, um, always with great advice. I can't say always in the past I followed it, but I have to say that advice, her advice is always the best advice. Um, she's, I think she's, she's not a tactile mum, you know, a smotherer, but I know that if behind my back, for example, anyone ever talked about me, she'd have their throat. Kill them. She, she'd be a bit like a Rotsy the Rottweiler, you know, so yeah. she can critique me and she can keep me in good line. But uh, she wouldn't let anybody else do that. She's faithful. She's given me a security throughout my life that's second to none. She's my queen. I mean, people say I'm the queen of Latin, but she's my queen in every shape or form. And I, I couldn't imagine my life without my mother. So how about that? Well, Are you crying you yet? To... <laughs> <laughs> okay, you I was getting really emotional there in that orgy. I was feeling what you should be feeling, and then you're like, get used to it. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are brilliant. Thank you so much for no, talking No, thank to you. Me today. It's, it's been lovely, uh, and uh, it's been great to share. I hope you're going to edit it. <laughs> no, it's not edited, Mum. It's not edited. It's oh my God, Audrey, you're it's, classic. It's been, it's been really lovely experience. Hasn't it, she, she's given me the daggers. Yeah. Like, Haven't you enjoyed yourself, Mother? Mother, you've loved every shot. Sure, gob. <laughs> so it's been really precious, hasn't it, Audrey, to share this with We've your daughter. We've enjoyed it. Haven't you, Mum? Yeah. Good. Yes, you have. She's good. still getting used to doing little things with me and that, and I'm glad that she agreed to do this today mm. so that we could share with the public what kind of bright, bubbly relationship that we truly, truly do. Yeah, have. you do. It's we brilliant do. to we see. Do. It really is. We do. We bounce off each other. 
It's so great. Thank, thank you, you so much, ladies. Thank you. Have thank the you. Best afternoon. Thank you. We and will. the best series of Strictly. Thank you. I'm Can't excited. Wait. I'm looking forward to it. Those celebrities, unpredictable season, our beautiful professionals, Sarah, our new executive producer, who's just pulled all the stops out. Amazing. Yeah. So to the public, really enjoy it. Good luck. Thank you. So that was hilarious. I think possibly the funniest episode of the podcast series so far. Um, I'm on the train going back to London now, so if you can hear any clutters and crashes and even phone calls that might happen, it's obviously because I'm in the garage. Um, but oh my God, what an adorable mum-daughter they are. Um, and so they look so similar. I really, really honestly like couldn't believe how similar they look. Um, and I just think I love the fact that Audrey was obviously quite a stern mum and um, I wanted the best for her, for Shirley. And I think it's t it's worked out so brilliant for her because she was tenacious, she was really ballsy from the get-go and she's gone on to just create the most amazing career for herself. The closeness that they have is adorable. I think they've got the funniest relationship. I love that Audrey was a little bit nervous and she needed a little wee dram of whiskey um, and she knocked that back and it was hilarious. The conversation flowed and I got lots of Strictly gossip. So bring on. Strictly 2019 and this is it for this um, series of things I told my daughter we'll be back very very soon for series two thank you for listening Fabulous is Britain's most read women's magazine and is packed full of affordable fashion and beauty as well as exclusive interviews with our most loved female celebrities it's also free every week in the sun on Sunday if you subscribe to the podcast on your app you won't miss an episode. Tell us what you think of our podcast too. Please leave a review on your I'm podcast app and you've or been talking to us on Twitter. Things I told my daughter. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.